0: Hey everybody, Zach here with the Guide Marketing Podcast. So, it has been so long, and I'm so sorry. Uh, my phone is um, broken somehow. Like, there's a one spot on the screen that does not work. And like, I always record my podcast on my phone, and so I just never got around to it. But lo and behold, exploring the app a whole bunch of times, I finally actually figured it out. And, um... Now I know how to record again on my phone, even though I still have a dead spot on my screen. Anyway, guys, I have two awesome stories to share with you today. Um, And the goal of these stories is for you to understand how important it is to focus, okay? Maintain your focus. So get this, okay, we still have, in in my agency, Convert on Command, we still have not hit our first milestone, okay, which is 10 clients. We are getting closer and closer every single month, um, but we're still not there and so what needs to be the focus is that right so let me let me just kind of share with you a, a story that has nothing to do with business that we can learn we can all learn from okay so if you remember a while back, my wife and I accepted someone else's horses on our property and if you remember in that podcast, I explained how they were kind of sketchy. The whole thing was kind of sketchy. And uh, we decided to give them the benefit of the doubt and we were kind of kind of concerned um, because we found out they had a bunch of legal issues and, and blah, blah, blah. Long story short, they're not bad people. They're not bad people. Um, and I would go as far to say the, the husband in the, for the two, the two people, the husband is extremely reasonable guy. Um he's smart and he understands a lot of things. Um he's a good guy. The wife, on the other hand, um, not that she's a bad person, but she has the wrong priorities completely. By the way, never mind. I was gonna say these two should probably get a divorce, but that's really not my place to say. If it was me and I was that guy, I would get a divorce. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. Alright, moving on. So here's here's what we can learn from. So they have ten horses on our property, and then they have seven horses on their own property, and then they have four horses on someone else's property. Okay? So we're talking a total of 21 horses that they have in three different locations that we know of. Okay, so far. <laughs> so The problem is not that they have horses. The problem is this. When we accepted their horses, the plan was for them to make a gate for us. The plan was for them to build our fence, which we agreed to use some of the fencing material we already had, but that they would have to provide the material and that they would help build it. And then they were gonna bring hay, like hay bales, uh, as, as often as was necessary, in this case, probably twice a week, two hay bales twice a week, four total in a week. And um, they were going to bring water every day as well because horses drink a lot of water. So if it was our own water, it would increase our water bills significantly. And so we thought, okay, so here's the deal. None of that happened except for the gate. <laughs> Thank you for the gate. We really appreciate it we ended up building the entire fence. They did provide some of those materials, probably $100 worth, okay? So, thank you for the $100 worth of poles, but we literally did everything else. Um, They maybe bring over one bale of hay, maybe in a week and a half, okay? So, they're not even properly taking care of their horses. Um, And so, we decided to kind of like dig a little bit deeper on that like why these are their animals like why are they not providing what is needed Oh, we've never had water we've always been using our own water which at first they said you know what just charge us whatever is the excess compared to what you used to pay Um, to be honest it's actually way less than we thought so we haven't even pushed that that particular angle but um, why are they not taking care of their horses well here's why they don't have any money, just straight up. So the the guy um, has an illness that is very painful. And he his business is he works on small engines, small engine repair. And uh, he's very good at what he does. And the problem is though, he can only work so much because of his illness. Now, the thing is, all the money he gets from his business, where does it go? It goes to the horses so then he doesn't get enough money to pay for his medication which then makes the pain worse which makes it so he can't work as much which makes less money do you see where this is going it's it's a downward spiral it's it's like a non-stop downward spiral and what is the source of that spiral is the fact that they have to pay for these horses and and the things and they're not even paying enough like they're paying to malnourish the horses Is essentially what's going on and we've actually given them groceries we've given them casserole dishes because like we feel bad like we know that they don't have a lot of food either we see we see them losing weight guys like it's bad it's really bad and like now that we know that our push for them is to get rid of the stinking horses like sell them we have offered to help the wife find a job she has refused We've also offered to sell the horses for free. Guys, we know marketing and sales, right? (laughs) Why not help them sell their horses and get some money so that they can actually have a better life? But the problem is, is this, this, the female in this situation is not being reasonable. She doesn't want to get rid of the horses because they were her life before recent times. Okay, before the last two years, all she did was do horse stuff, right? And if you know anything about horses, they, you know, they do breeding. They did basically breeding, I guess, is really what they did. But basically, that's, that's how they were making money. And she doesn't want to, she has an emotional attachment to these horses, and which we understand. But there comes a point in time when you have to prioritize your own relationships and your own health over an animal. I don't care if it's a dog, I don't care if it's a cat, I don't care if it's a lizard, okay, it doesn't matter. Um, I had to do this with my two, I had two tegus, my favorite lizard of all time. They were, um, I I love those pets. And I ended up having to get rid of them for the same reason. I was not properly taking care of them because of my time or lack of time. And so I ended up donating them to a reptile zoo essentially and uh, they were super thrilled to have two trained lizards um, in their facility. And, so the, and they're still there and they're still healthy and, and happy, right? This applies to business. So, my wife actually brought it up where um, in Convert on Command, we've been kind of spreading ourselves a little bit thin. And so she told me that, like, I just need to remind myself about the horse situation. Just, just say the word horses as a reminder of like, you need to focus on what's important. If you can't take care of yourself first, stop trying to take care of someone else or something else, I guess you should say, okay? And so my second story that goes along those same lines is what Convert on Command is doing right now, okay? So we are white labeling our fulfillment process successfully. That's going well. We are working on building up a very good consistent sales process. Now, we've done a few things, okay? We've done a few things. We have tested out our sales process with cold calling. We have we have done LinkedIn, that's been the most successful. We have, we are currently running, we're on week two of running cold emails where you just send out thousands of emails a day um, to see what kind of responses you get. And then we've tested out some ads before. Now we're gonna do another ad test here coming up in probably this week. Um, But my point is, is that's kind of where our focus is, is getting the consistent sales because our fulfillment is doing very well. Okay, so far, knock on wood. (laughs) So that needs to be the focus. Now here's where we get thinned out a little bit. So um, I have a wonderful guy that paid for my coaching, and I was able to help him identify the biggest problem in in his system for his business. And that problem was their sales. They just did not have the right sales process. They were not getting the sales. And, um, and I said, you know what? We have a guy, and we did. We had a sales guy that already knew about our process, already mostly, you know, the training wasn't going to be very hard because he already knew a bunch of stuff. So I said, you know what? Why don't we white-label that? So instead of just white-labeling the fulfillment, we white-label our sales team. And so I gave him our our one guy that was most trained. And that one guy took on these calls, and he agreed to it, and there's a commission structure in place and everything like that, right? So that guy ended up leaving after about about two weeks' worth of work, Um, and uh, he ended up leaving. He wanted to go a different route, whatever, right? So now what happens? Well, now I decided, you know what, I'll take the calls. I'll just do it because otherwise I'm going to have to find another sales guy. I'm going to have to train them from the ground up, which is going to take more time than if I just take care of the calls. And so I decided, you know what, I'm just going to do it. And, um, and I did for last week, I did that and had some, had some little mini wins and successes. I I keep the, the client on top, like in very well informed every single day. I sent him a video of what I did and what the, the success ratio has been and things like that. And um, lo and behold, guys, I'm looking at this next week. We have two, potentially three clients that are getting started this week on the fulfillment side, which is really where my focus should be. And uh, one of them is an industry we've never done before. And so because it's an industry we've never done before, what does that mean? That means it's gonna take me a lot more time to get that fulfillment done because I don't mess around with the research, okay? I spend hours upon hours on research To make sure that we give this ad campaign the best chance it has, seeing as how we've never done it before ourselves. Okay. Um, So the question boils down to like, what, what should I focus on? And the answer is obvious. I need to focus on my clients and my business before I focus on anyone else's. In this case, that sales process has to, has to take a, a back burner. Um, and shoot, I have no gas (laughs) and I just got on the highway. So I'm going to have to figure that out anyway. Um, so (laughs) I'm like looking around for a way to exit. (laughs) So anyway, guys, I know, I know where to go. It's fine. Um, the point is this, remember the story about the horses (laughs) and use that if you ever feel yourself thinning yourself out in terms of having too much, too many things on your plate. You feel like you're juggling too many things. It's time to cut something out. Does that mean less money? Yes. Sometimes. But no because because, since you focus on something, guess what? That one thing becomes better. It becomes more profitable. So just remember horses. (laughs) Take care of yourself first and then, only then Only when you have a process in your own business that is profitable, that is working, then you can expand out and get some horses. (laughs) Okay, that's my story for today. Thank you guys so much. Hey, make sure you go to theguideinnercircle.com so you can chat with me every single week and I can help you personally with your ads. I look forward to seeing you there. Thanks.